Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, somewhat emergency podcast here on Wednesday, March 1st. It is uh, Williams and Bloom. We talked about doing multiple pods one of these weeks as there's just so much going on. Did not see today's story coming, so we wanted to comment on it and give our thoughts. Caleb Grill, uh, I guess dismissed is the right word from the Iowa State basketball program. Um, really a, a shocking turn of events when you look at um, I don't know Brent one of my favorite moments in Iowa State history and this sounds crazy but for me who's known Caleb and TJ for as long as I have in that relationship when we were in Portland and TJ and him had that embrace and TJ's in tears at the podium after Caleb scores 30 in that win over North Carolina Truly one of my favorite moments to to see that play out, the culmination, just Caleb kind of realizing, you know, the player he could be, TJ's pride in him, and somehow, some way, we are here on March 1st, just um, a week before the postseason begins with Grill being dismissed from the program. Uh, just a quite a quite a turn here. What are your opening thoughts here? to get going. Yeah. And I mean, I think uh, first and foremost, it's uh, Caleb's words stand on, on their own. Um, I thought, you know, under that situation for him to, and I would encourage people before they even listen to this, go read Caleb's Twitter. Absolutely. Because it better explains what he was going through than anyone. And I, you know, it's, it's a bummer. I mean, I think you can look at it from, a basketball standpoint, sure, and obviously not not great news. But then, from a personal standpoint, and CW, you know both people in this um, situation. I mean, the, I guess the whole team's in the situation. But you know, you know what I mean better than most. And um, Caleb's a good guy that was clearly being impacted by mental health and the back injury. And you you can't put yourself in that situation. And I think the biggest thing for me, Chris, is it makes me realize, gosh these are still 18 to 22 year olds Mm -hmm. in college that are going through what a lot of us did in college and trying to become of age, not to mention they're under this massive heat lamp of being in power five basketball and all of the extra pressure that comes with that. Like you almost, my first, my first reaction is, man, I just, you know, you just almost get Caleb a hug and be like, Hey man, like you're still one of us. Like you're, we're on your side. And it's, it's unfortunate I had to come to this because he obviously is a great cyclone and he wanted to be one his whole life. Um, but also you understand it from a team perspective of like, exactly. If, if he crossed the line, then he crossed the line. Like there has to be 
a standard. And just because you're, you're, you know, the little brother is, is Caleb to TJ, he can't be held to a different standard than everybody else. And I mean, I understand it's disappointing, but it's also like if, if TJ is willing to do that for the betterment of the program and the team, then he has to know better than anybody. And that's, that's the tough move you have to make as a head coach. Yeah. Really well said. I mean, I, there's no it. winners here though. It's like, no, the, the, it's just, it's one of those things where, I mean, it's not even fun to talk about really, because it's like, you care no. about everybody in the picture. And, um, it's especially this late in the season for a guy that's given so much to Iowa state, but also logically, like you understand why it happened. Well, and, and that's why like, this is just so out of nowhere. Cause it's March 1st. And that's just another reason why it's like, if, if the coach would make this call now, then it, it, you know, Caleb it must is, have become an issue. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. You, yeah. Because clearly if you've, if you've watched Iowa state when, when they're at their best, Caleb is a big part of that. Now he hasn't been himself for a while. Okay. Like he's, he's not been very good, frankly. I mean, that Texas tech game, he kind of bounced back and had that big game, but then, yep. I mean, his, he and he would be the first to admit that, and I think that that frustration was boiling over for a really long time. But yeah, like one thing with with fans, and I get it, and I do this as a fan of the Minnesota Vikings. What is what is Mike Zimmer well, thinking? Right, there. you know, yeah. I get it. I'm not criticizing fans. The the one thing that we get to see a little closer up is that nobody wants to win more than these guys, and I always just kind of chuckle where it, there's always one or two guys. Last year it was Tristan and Aruna, you know, like where it's like, why isn't he playing more? Well, like I'm telling you guys, like they have they, they have bonuses. They have like, and they're just competitors. Like if 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 those guys were going to help them win, they would they would do that. And from an odds standpoint, in the team, mm-hmm. clearly he th- thought that it was. Whatever was going on behind the scenes that we aren't privy to was bad enough to make the to pull the trigger now, right? Which that right. to me is a is a statement in it in its own right, and we'll see how the team responds, right? And the coaches yeah, aren't always right. Like that's the one thing, right? That coaches have been wrong before, but away from just from a, away from the mental health thing, and we're going to get back to that here. Um, from a basketball standpoint, they felt the need to do this going into the postseason where you're going to an NCAA tournament. I, yeah. I mean, at this point you're still going to be an NCAA tournament team and it's like, it's, this is it. Like you're, you're, there's no more time left. And so I think it probably got to points like, all right, well, if not now, then what are we, what are we going to do here? And so um, there are what five other seniors on that team that I'm guessing had some say too. And you know, what, what do we want to do here guys? And it, it, yeah, for basketball wise, you now I, I don't know. I mean, it's you, you you play three guards and now they all start. I, mean, I don't I don't know what you do from a bench perspective, but you know you figure it out. And at the end of the day, Iowa State is not going to win just based on talent. It has to work. It has to win with hard work, attitude, and not making mistakes. And and clearly, just bas- again basketball wise, Caleb had done some things in the past couple of weeks that greatly impacted the team in a negative way. Uh, he won a lot of games for Iowa State, but I mean that that sequence of events on Monday night arguably cost Iowa State the West Virginia game. And when you're Iowa State and you don't have the talent uh, uh, as other teams, 
you can't afford five point swings like that, seven point swings and and whatever the reasons were, it got to a point where they had to make this tough decision and and here we are. Yeah, and and you go back through now and and this is just really hard to like the only reason that I feel like we can even bring it up is because Caleb put it in his tweet about the mental health thing and fighting the back injury. I'm glad I'm glad he did because it's his story is not uncommon and it's kind of the the dark side of of all sports, not just college sports, but all sports that that you don't know about and that exists. These are human beings and they go through some stuff. And you know what what was Fred said social media is going to be the <laughs> the end of all of us someday. Yeah. That's kind of what resonated with me. I mean Fred's. And he's largely a beloved Iowa State guy, but I'm sure, Chris, I remember when I was in college and I got, you know, an uh, angry email from somebody who read my stupid column in the, the Iowa State Daily and it impacted me for weeks. And I, I can't even imagine if you're a power five basketball player and you're going through what he has to go through. Like, it's just a, it's a hard deal. It really is. And so it's, uh, I can imagine it's tough. It's been tough on him. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I just, we just don't know. Like, it, but we have seen, I mean, if you've watched the games, his body language hasn't been great in, in many instances. You know, he's gotten a couple of technicals. He, uh, did he get a T at West Virginia? I think he did too, maybe three. Yeah, um, it's two or three. Remember when he missed that layup and he yelled at the ref? Or yep. I, don't, I don't know if he got teed up for that, whatever. Right. But my point is, it, it all seemed fairly out of character for, for Caleb Absolutely. to be acting that way. And that's where it's just kind of, it's just, you're, you're sad. Like I, I'm just really a couple things tonight. My feelings are I'm, I'm overall sad. Yes. Uh, this, this young man wanted to be here and um, I, and, but I'm also, you know, you, you sit here and you kind of look back at it and it's like, Oh, well, it all kind of adds up now you know, what might've been going on. And if, if that's yeah. what we were seeing, what weren't we seeing that added plus, to, there, to what happened today? And there was a legitimate injury. And we even talked about this a couple podcasts ago and had no idea about what Kayla was dealing with mental health wise. But when you have an illness or an injury or a sickness, it can really negatively affect your whole outlook on things. Cause you just, especially when you're playing a high level sport, you need to be, especially in his case at a hundred percent when you're not right, I'm guessing it's easy to lash out and just like, just be upset. And you throw that into who knows what's going on from trying to treat the, the injury. And you're, you don't feel like you're as much a part of the team and you're not with the team and it could just add up. Um, and so just kind of, you know, one of my favorite quotes is, you, as I'm sure you, you've heard this before, Chris, is you just never know what someone else is going through, so always be kind. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, I think that's just a good reminder for even these guys who, yeah, they're getting NIL money and they're getting a full-ride scholarship and they're on TV and they're the big the big people on campus, but their their pressures are, are pressures that, that you don't see. And, the one, and when they feel the pressure, they can't display it as easily and, they, and maybe it's harder for them to go seek help. And so I'm glad that there is some public publicity to this that, you know, it's, it's okay that he had to do this. And ultimately it's not the result you want for the potentially end of his cycle and career, but, but he's only 22 years old. Right. And so maybe this is the start of what's, what his next chapter is. And this is the best for everybody. Well, my, my true hope is that 
he can take whatever and, and learn from it and be better. Uh, the program made the decision for the betterment of the program. Now Caleb can focus on Caleb, you know, and, and and I hope he 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 wrote in his thing about being brave. I, I well, he's already done that, but I hope yes. that he can, you know. I, I have no idea. It's just so hard because we don't know enough about it. But like, if it's therapy, if it's whatever, focus on Caleb. And I know that Iowa State fans will be rooting for him wherever he ends up. I know I will be. I'll I'll be uh, I'll be locked in. I'll be we'll we'll sell fire up the grill shirts wherever he's at. Yeah, and and the thing is, he's still a student, right? So he's still getting his grad degree at Iowa State. He'll still have all the resources available to him to get the help if that's what he wants. Um, it's not like Iowa State's just going to say, hey, Caleb, yeah. you know, go back to go back to Kansas and you're on your own. Um, no, that, you know, he means too much. And I, and I know 99% of the people listening to this are team Caleb grill still and always. Will. Yeah. 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 And that's, Absolutely. it's not even, it's not a, it's not a Caleb versus TJ thing. It's just, um, it, it's kind of one of those things that it, it's unfortunate, but, but hopefully this is the, <laughs> the best in the end for both. And Caleb's got another year of basketball left if he wants to pursue that. I think that, you know, it's also important to point out, and we'll get to more of a basketball standpoint here from the program. Uh, we forget because it was so long ago, but I think this is like the fourth guy Otzelberger's removed since he got yeah. the job, counting some of those prone left out. So my, my, I guess my point is in that you, you kind of know the – way the head coach is going to roll on these these things, at least for now. And, um, I mean, really a, a statement today by Otzelberger to, to – when you think TJ, you think Caleb. When you think Caleb, you think TJ. And, I mean, that was – and, and that, that really is kind of – I got asked a question on the radio, and I didn't know any of this was going on. This was like two or three mm-hmm. weeks ago. Uh, Trent Condon on cakes and now asked me is is Caleb Grill in the doghouse? And my genuine response was no, he's not in the doghouse. Uh, uh, but like I said it this way, and we each have kids like this. I know your kids really well. My kids are like this. Where I have one who's an angel, she never does anything <laughs> wrong. I have yep. another one who will stand up and kick and scream, and and I'm sure <laughs> there are a lot of people listening right now. They're like, oh yeah, that happens, right? Hey, that's that's that one. Yeah. If um. If Cam, if if Elise misbehaves, I'm like, yeah, kid, and you deal with it, right? If Cameron misbehaves, I'm like offended by it. <laughs> it's like you know better than that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And th- that yeah. was how I described the Caleb and TJ thing to Miller and Condon that day. And so my, I, I guess the other point I'm making is like, I just don't think that because Caleb wrote, I said something I shouldn't have, and I regret it. I just don't think that there was like any one thing that you say that leads to this this had to be boiling for a while i guess is what i wanted to leave it on yeah i mean it, obviously it's 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 been building it has to be this isn't a one-time thing because again everybody gets everybody gets another chance and i just want to stress this wasn't something illegal no or anything like that and i you know i think that what i appreciate about caleb's statement is is he owned it you know it would have been a lot easy and you've seen it in this era for, for him to go on there and say, well, you know, I was kicked out without, you know, it was, it was all their fault and, and th- they didn't do this right. And I got tr- mistreated this way. No, he just, he basically, he owned it. Yeah. And he said, I'll, for, and I, 
he didn't have to do that. And so I, I, I had a great respect for Caleb and his family already. I have even more respect for him now. Um, and it was just a, you know, in any, in any walk of life, there's a line that has to be drawn. And if you cross that line, there, there are repercussions. And then I think it's as simple as that, but it's not illegal. It was nothing illegal. And it, and, uh, I think, I don't think my perspective on either TJ or Caleb is any different today than it was yesterday. In any, I actually respect them both more in a weird way. I do too. I hate it that we've got to this point, but yeah. And yeah. It's, I, it's just, it, but it is unique. The whole thing was kind of unique as, you know, either, either the coach just kind of lets the thing go. Um, and you've see, seen similar situations like that in college basketball right now, or, you know, if something does happen, then there's immediately a, a backlash of, I was, you know, I was wronged and, and all this stuff. So, but no, it, it's, um, it's sad. I think the, it, it is sad, but I, I can, I can assure you the biggest Cyclone fan in Kansas city or, you know, for, for Iowa State going forward, Caleb will still be a, a, a Cyclone oh, yeah. rooting for his buddies. I know he's got a good relationship with those guys and there, there's probably a lot of mixed emotions cause absolutely. Yeah. The whole thing just really, really sucks. Um, I, I guess the only perspective I can take is as bad as I I was crushed after that game on Monday. I don't know about you, just cru- for them, not for me, but just like they bloom. They they finally looked like themselves again. I was like, oh my god, they're back just in time. Yeah, I think everyone's reaction was that in the second half. Yeah, and then to to let it go the way that they did with that quadruple technical i don't even know what the hell happened yeah how many times have you been asked to explain that by the way they're still talking about it i think at half court (laughs) and like it was just such a crushing loss and i guess like today's story kind of makes you just you know the games are a little bit secondary and you know we'll all care about the games again come saturday but yeah it's a one i think decent i I guess yeah, my my final point would be is the reason why we care so much about Iowa State is because we care about the people yes. and the players. And I think that's that's where the, all this has come comes from. The the majority of people aren't aren't disappointed because oh my gosh, how does Iowa State going to make a 3 now if the only option is escape Kalsher? The first reaction is gosh, I hope Caleb gets better. And I think that's what that's what makes Iowa State an awesome place and why Caleb will still be beloved by everybody. Um, it didn't end like anybody wanted, but I, I people want what's best for him. And sure, it's not great for Iowa State basketball in the short term because honestly, I don't know who's going to put the ball in the basket. Um, <laughs> but it does put it into perspective of these are still <laughs> still eighteen to twenty two year olds. They chose to be one of us, and we will still um, be on their side no matter what. And it's, I mean, maybe it's hokey and it is what it is. But loyal forever, true is in the tagline. And I think, um, you know, when, when times are tough, that's when it's tested the most. Yeah, I think he'll be one of those guys that comes back and, you know, gets, so. gets shown up on the big board and everybody gives a standing ovation to. I'd be really surprised if that's not the it, case. Because it's, you know, Iowa State isn't making two straight NCAA tournaments, a Sweet 16, and going from, I mean, he's the perfect story of going from zero to the Sweet 16. Because you know he was he's he's seen it all, so I think from that standpoint, it's disappointing he can't see the end of the road. But also, he'll um, you know it doesn't that doesn't lessen the impact he has had and the whole family. Like the Grill family is great. You've dealt with them a lot. Yeah, no, I've gotten to know them a little bit. It's really 
it just shows that, you know, things like this can happen to any walk of life and nobody's immune from um, decisions or mental health issues. And uh, it just takes it. It takes a village. It takes a team and they'll get through it with the help of all of us, too. Well said. Uh, Really wish we wouldn't have had to podcast tonight, buddy. Yeah, I know, but it's March. It's the honestly what the weird thing is you can learn so much about just general life things by being a, a fan of sports. And I think that's why we all do it is, I mean, honestly, only one team wins the whole thing anyway. Yeah. It's the, it's the journey. And this is just, just, just part of the journey, but yeah, more than anything, um, feel for everybody in that program. Nobody's happy right now and they're going through it. And, uh, I hope for everybody's sake, they rally around each other and, uh, have a great March. Hope so. All right, brother. And I'll st- and I'll and I'll hope to see everybody in Kansas City regardless. Hey, real quick, you doing a giveaway like tickets? Did yeah, I, did so, I see? yeah. Thank you. The I had a gentleman reach out. It was the coolest thing. So this gentleman's actually done this before on Cyclone Fanatic. Um, he him and his dad have gone down to the tournament since 1987, and so he wants to give back by sending another parent child down to the Big 12. And so we have a giveaway right now on the Fanatic Fanatic message board. If you tell your story of why. You think um, cool. it'd be meaningful to you and your child or your parents? Uh, feel free and post that. The nice thing is, he was reading through some responses tonight, and he said, "I've got two more I want to give away now. These have been too good." Awesome, that's so, very cool. So we're now giving away four tickets, and it's not through We Will or, or anything. I mean, if people want to, he gave them to the option to me first. I said, "No, man, just give them to a parent and a child. No donation needed." And we're going to send a send a couple people that ordinarily wouldn't get the chance to go to the big 12. Well, hopefully I can give somebody an idea here too. Um, I'm always sucker for the women's game, but I am, I'm actually doing my kids and family are coming down later in the week. Yeah. And I got our hotel right at the crown center there. Um, no, the crown plaza, which is right next to municipal. And I think we're just going to do the women's (laughs) now. (laughs) This is bad. I'm assuming there's an early exit by the men at this point. If well, not, the women won't play till Friday, Friday night. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm again. <laughs> that's that's the chances bad. of men being around on Friday. Well, well I, yeah, I take we'll, it. We'll burn yeah. that bridge if we we'll, get there. I'll be the did, happiest. I'll be the happiest dude in the world. But we're I just going to buy do, you all a, a yeah. drink in the Marriott lobby. We're going to do the women's uh, deal with the girls, and it's so awesome. much cheaper, and it's less crowded, and and it's an awesome experience. I love municipal. Like I, I. I think it's the coolest place to watch a basketball game, man. I picked that over Sprint Center or whatever it's called any day. Well, and you still get the power and light right there, which yeah, is the fun. It's like great. the basketball is great. Listen, I love the basketball, but it's the it's you run into just random yeah. people in the power and light. So my day. point is, if you've got kids, like we're talking yeah. about, and you're like, you well, I can't afford to take my kids to get all session pat. No, just go to the women's games. Yeah, I can't afford that. Like I, yeah. we looked into that. I'm like, Ashley, I'm not <laughs> buying tickets for you that. and the girls who don't even watch the game. Like, there's no way I'm buying those. Um, so we're gonna do the do the women's game, and, yeah, I, and I actually think now they're losing right now. I I think that they potentially could make a run, like because they're, they're the type of team that if they get hot, like they could. And there's not like a team in the Big Twelve that they just can't beat, like in the past, like with with Baylor right. and stuff. So agreed. All right. It's at the, at the end of the day and is, uh, it, you got to make the basketball go in the basket. And so yeah. I think th- for the men, it got a little harder today, but I think in the, to be the honest, though, journey, yeah, it's like, just like, it's just part of it. Right. Yeah. They basketball, basketball is basketball. When's the last time like that Caleb 
I mean, it was probably the Texas game where he was super effective and since that injury. You know, the Texas Tech game, I guess, and they yeah. lost. You know, they, they blew that no, lead, but I, that wasn't his fault by any means. Yep. But Yep. It'll be I mean it's it'll be super interesting going forward on the basketball perspective, but I think for and we'll just end it with this for today, um hope Caleb gets healthy, whatever that means for him and his family. Yep, and um, absolutely it's just a good reminder for everybody that uh these are still college kids. And, you know, being a cyclone, being loyal, forever true is just that to, to them as players, but also individuals, too. All right. He's Brent Bloom. My name is Chris Williams, and we'll have more for you guys coming up later this week. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.